Welcome to episode 16 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and today I wanted to give you some actionable steps to brighten your week, improve how you feel and give you my hot tips on creating some boundaries to the current situation right now. This is particularly important, especially if you've been feeling hopeless, unheard and personally attacked. Everything feels like it's imploding and exploding. Life we are living right now feels messy, uncertain and very regulated and political. It's not going to be an easy way out of this, and this is certainly not over. I think the hardest part about this time is that everything is a potential trigger. You can't leave the house now without feeling like a stranger is on your back. So not only are a lot of us confined to our homes 24-7, but we're not positively connecting and socially engaging with the community. My thoughts on this situation don't matter, but what matters is what I'm going to what I'm doing to keep my head on during this time. I realized that no matter what happens, this will be over. This will end. And it'll be a story we talk about for a very long time. I have this book called The Daily Stoic. I'm intrigued by the Stoics and I find their lessons very applicable in this day and age. Stoicism is an ancient Greek school of philosophy. Every day there's a new wisdom or what Ryan Holiday calls in the book meditations. So the one on September 4th is just incredible and I need to read it to you because I really feel like it's perfect for what we're going through right now. So give me one second. I'll flip open. Okay. September 4th. How can you know whether you've never been tested? And this is a quote by Seneca. I judge you unfortunate because you have never lived through misfortune. You have passed through life without an opponent. No one can ever know what you are capable of, not even you. Most people who have gone through difficult periods in their life come to later wear those experiences as badges of honor. Those were the days, they might say, even though now they live in a much better circumstance. To be young and hungry again, another might say wistfully, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, or I wouldn't change a thing about it. As tough as those periods were, they were ultimately formative experiences. They made those people who they are. There's another benefit of so-called misfortune. Having experienced and survived it, we walk away with a better understanding of our own capacity and inner strength. Passing a trial by fire is empowering because you know that in the future you can survive similar adversity. What does not kill me makes me stronger. So today, if things look like they might take a bad turn or your luck might change, why worry? This might be one of those formative experiences you'll be grateful for later. It's hard to see what the you know benefit of this situation really is, but I think we really need to hone in on what we're grateful for during this time. What where's the light in this terrible tunnel, this dark tunnel? So we need to look for those moments, and we need to probably write them down and have a grateful um, journal or have a jar where you keep like little sticky notes with things that you're grateful for today, because. So if you're not highlighting the good parts of the day, the amazing things that happen, the beautiful sunsets, the beautiful nights, the birds, the bees, whatever's happening, your boyfriend, your husband, your kids, something funny, like how can you keep track of that? Because we're constantly having bad news, bad, bad news. It's always a reactive situation, impulsive thing, especially at the TV at the moment. I don't think anyone likes having it on. So whilst this won't last forever, maybe there is something within this hardship that we can all in different ways see some light. Personally, it's given me a lot of time to reflect on what I value. It's shown me who cares about me. It's allowed me to recognize that my work means so much to me. It's made me grateful to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to go to work when we get back to regularity. I've been able to spend winter mornings cut up in bed. I get to take my dog for walks every day. I get to see my sister and actually talk with her every day. I get to cook new things. I have identified traits of myself that I don't like and I'm trying to figure out how do I 
combat this and I've seen some flare ups in myself and my reactiveness and my attitude and I don't like it sometimes. And I think that's really big thing, especially as a human to accept that you don't have things, you have things about yourself that you don't like. And I think it's really important that you identify those and work on them. It's shown me how much I enjoy doing things that I currently am restricted to as well. So there's light in this time. We're just highlighting a lot of the negative. The best thing you can do is create some boundaries. And these are my tips on boundaries between you and social media, television and people. A few amazing things that have benefited me greatly improved my moods and productivity have been simple things like turning off the TV and not watching the news. I don't watch it. I also haven't watched the last two or three updates from our premiere. I don't, I don't, I haven't heard his voice unless someone in the house has him on and I happen to walk in that room. I've turned off notifications from the news and unfollowed them on social media and only look when I'm ready. So for example, if there's been a press conference, which I won't listen to, I will look at a update when I'm ready to receive that information, not just get bombarded with updates on my nice walk or have Dan Andrews on my screen talking about the latest news and it's just it's too much stress I just want to enjoy the space that I'm having and receive information when I'm ready to rather than be in that reactive what's going to happen next type of state it's not healthy it's been a very great stress management tool and I highly recommend it something else my friendship group often sends updates about things and I've actually muted the chat Sorry if any of my friends are listening to this. <laughs> I just know how much it affects my mood and it's not healthy for me. And people, if you've got chat groups like this or you've got people who call you up and give you updates all the time, either stop responding or take a back seat and let them know that you're just not wanting to receive that type of information right now. It's causing you more stress, more harm than good. And if they receive that negatively, then that's on them. That's not on you. And this is where the next part comes into play. When having conversations about this situation, Stop trying to react to people and their thoughts. Hear what they're saying, but stop taking it personal or stop needing to elaborate. Okay, don't you don't need to. So if you can stop reacting, um, you're going to give them you're going to give them nothing to go off of because they can't continue the conversation if you're not providing more arguments or thoughts. Just stop. Say, okay. I'm glad you're making the right decision for you. You don't have to agree at all, but you don't need to fight it. There's no point at this current moment. And all right, everyone is already so tensed, so triggered by different things. This whole situation is messed without swearing. I'm trying not to swear. (laughs) Um, You aren't making anything better by firing up. And some of you might be like, well, what's the point? If we can't have open discussion and share our thoughts freely without someone getting triggered and you now have to have these um, boundaries between people and what you say, isn't that being complacent? Isn't that, you know, just pushing it under the rug? Well, I think it's about assessing the time, place and context of who you are talking to. Have they expressed their views previously? Did they ask for your opinion out of this situation? Is your opinion welcomed often? Do you think they will receive this information and act on impulse or will they receive what you're saying and ask questions in curiosity? Time, place and context of who you are talking to is going to be very helpful. So essentially, I've taken myself out of many of equations from situations that are going to mess with my mind because personally, I have gotten too triggered about certain things. and I just need to stop and channel my energy into work, self-care and people I love. 
and just enjoying the fact that I get to stay home on some sunny days and sit outside and read. I love that. So if you constantly dwell over the issues and problems, they will constantly present themselves. They will always find you. Buddha said, you become what you think, what you feel you attract and what you imagine you create. You attract energy because you are energy. If you don't know what you need right now, this is the perfect question to ask. Close your eyes, sit on the floor, sit outside, find a spot in the park, open your windows, sit in your room, whatever it is, sit on a cushion, close your eyes and ask yourself, what do I need right now? And just wait. Put a timer on for five or 10 minutes. Just see what comes to you. It's kind of becoming apparently obvious in our society that we don't know what ourselves need. Asking ourselves questions seems to be very hard. We're very uninspired from ourself. So I think you need to just build yourself back up. Do some self-care work. Do some inner learning of yourself. On that note, I do want to say thank you for everyone who has been listening to the show. The podcast has hit 4,002 downloads as of right now. Sunday in Australia, the 5th of September. I started this podcast last year in August and here we are at 4,000 downloads and I feel so grateful for this community. I didn't ever think that I could create a platform where people would want to listen to me talk. I doubted myself a lot, but I'm not looking back now. So thank you to everyone who has been listening to the show, who has contributed to listens on the show for the reviews on the show where people have been leaving reviews or giving me feedback and sharing my show on social media. It's beautiful and I'm so appreciative. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much. And let's get these listens up to 10,000. I would love 10,000 downloads by the end of this year. I think it's probably far fetched, but I think it's possible and I'm going to make it work. So if you can also share this podcast with someone who needs to hear this or a couple people who need to hear this, it would help me greatly, but also so it would help them too. So, you know, make it your mission to share good news with people and give them steps that they can do and encourage your social network to positively engage with themselves too and others. Thank you, everyone. Action those steps this week and I'll be back next week with another episode.